Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. We have been talking about the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, Acts 2.38 tells us that if we repent and we are baptized, that we will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is what it means to be a Christian. You have repented of your sins. You have taken Christ's death as your death, and so you show that by water baptism. And we receive an impartation of the Holy Spirit that indwells us. Now, as a result of that indwelling, it causes effects in our life. And these effects are called the fruit of the Spirit. These things are produced within us. Galatians 5 and verse 22 gives a list of the effects or the fruit of the Spirit. And we have been working our way through this, seeing how we are changed by the Holy Spirit being within us. The list here is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And we've talked about love, joy, peace. And so let's look at this fourth one, long-suffering. Now, for many, this is not a fruit they would expect because many people think if I'm filled with the Spirit of God and I'm a Christian, well, then I'll never have to suffer. All I have to do is just pray and the suffering's going to be removed from me. But that's not a biblical teaching. The Scripture says here that when the Holy Spirit is within you, it allows you to suffer long. There will be suffering in this life. I don't know where we got the idea that as a Christian, we won't suffer. We're in this world. It's imperfect. We live among imperfect people. People say things. Things happen. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. And so, this is just a given. This is going to happen. There's going to be hard times. But a fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. You're able to endure. Now, here's the definition that I would give to long-suffering. Long-suffering is a calm and patient endurance of injury, insult, or trouble without complaint. It is accepting a difficult situation from God without giving him a deadline to remove it. As I said, we're going to go through hard times. But God has given us a strength, an ability to cope with the difficulties of life. We shouldn't be running from difficulties. We need to realize I'm strong enough to handle the difficulties. If you view life that, oh, I'm weak and I can't handle this, and so every difficulty that comes my way, I'm going to pray and ask God to remove it from me. I mean, what kind of victory is that? Saying, I'm weak, I can't handle anything, and oh, please let me escape this. No, God's given us a strength. He's given us a stability. He's given us a confidence that no matter what life deals us, we can handle it. And this is the promise of this fruit of the Spirit. It gives us long-suffering. Listen to how Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 4. 
He says, But in all things we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulation, in needs, in distress, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by long suffering, by the Holy Spirit. I mean, Paul gives a list of his experience as being a minister of God. And it's quite a list of things he's had to endure. Needs, distress, stripes, imprisonment, sleeplessness. I mean, Paul had to endure some things that were incredible. But he said the Holy Spirit granted him the ability to cope and to handle these things. Listen again to how he writes in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. He says, Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy. Now, this is amazing. He said, God has strengthened me by his spirit inside according to his glorious power that I could have patience and I could suffer long and still have joy. This can be our experience. This is what God intends for us, that his people can go through life, can endure difficult, hard things that other people might shake their head and just crumble under. But God gives us a strength to handle it and to handle it even with joy. Now that's amazing because most of us, when we go through those difficulties, we don't handle it with joy. We, we handle it with sadness. We handle it with despair. We are upset about the whole matter. But listen again to what it says in Philippians 2 and verse 14. Do all things without complaining or disputing. How many things? All things. It doesn't matter what it is. Difficult things. Things unexpected. Things that have happened towards us by someone who had an intent to hurt us. It said, do all things, handle all things without murmuring or complaining. This is what we're called to. And God has given us a fruit of his spirit that will enable us to do it. In fact, it goes on in that very portion and says, when you do this, you will shine as bright lights in this world. This is one of the ways that Christians stand out. It is how we handle difficult times. We do it without complaining. We're not upset at God. And we actually have a joy realizing He is working some purpose in this that I may not understand or realize at this moment, but He's going to work something good out of this. So that's the fourth one, long-suffering. The next one in the list is kindness. A fruit of the Spirit is kindness. Now, the definition I would give to this is kindness is acting in sympathy with another's sensitivities. It causes us to be cordial, friendly, gracious, and unabusive. Listen to what Ephesians 4 and 31 says. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, 
just as God in Christ also forgave you. You know, when I look at spiritual maturity, really the fruit of the Spirit is the indicator of how mature we are in the Lord. The gifts of the Spirit are just gifts. You didn't earn them, they're just given to you. But it is the fruit of the Spirit that indicates how far we have come and how far we've grown in the Lord. Because fruit, as in the natural, it grows upon a plant or a tree as it matures. And so in us, the fruit of the Spirit is an indicator of how much we have grown in the Lord. And I have many times thought that kindness is one of the truest indicators of whether someone has grown in the Lord. Because if you don't have kindness, you are reacting to the situation and all the things I've just said about long-suffering. You're bitter, you are angry, it says here you are clamoring, you're speaking evil about things and against people because you don't understand why all this has happened. There's a focus on yourself and, you know, why am I having to go through all this? But kindness is being sensitive to another person's feelings. And you're able to be friendly and gracious and unabusive in a situation because you're looking at the other person's welfare. Kindness. So I've come to the conclusion that there's never a time when you can't be kind. You can be firm and be kind. You can correct and be kind. I think you can fire an employee and still be kind in doing it. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you don't do what you should do, that you're compromising. But whatever we do, we should do with a level of kindness, a sensitivity to other people's feelings. And so parents, when you discipline your children, do it with kindness. Yes, be firm. Yes, be sure that you follow through on what you say. But be kind as you do it. Second Peter 1 and verse 7 as it gives a list of how we mature in the Lord, it, it finishes by saying, Add to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. This scripture lists brotherly kindness just before love. I think that one of the greatest expressions of love is kindness. So allow this fruit to grow in your life. Ask the Lord for it to grow. Cultivate it. Cooperate with the Lord so that this fruit can develop in your life. The next one is goodness. The definition of goodness is that it is a state or quality of being morally sound. It is walking uprightly in accordance with virtue and excellence. You know, this is so obvious and yet it's amazing how our culture has twisted in that goodness is not lifted up any longer. And it's almost spoken of as being bland and weak. You know, that, that person's a goody-goody. It's like that syndrome that, uh, you know, girls like bad boys. You want that fellow with a streak of evil that's got that sneer, that's got the rebellion, as if there's a quality in that. Folks, there is no quality in that. You can be good and be strong. Jesus was good and yet he was strong. There are many people in the Bible who were good, but they were warriors and they battled for what was right. But 
but they were good. They were morally sound. They had virtue. Luke 6, 47 says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. Goodness cannot just be put on. Goodness has to come out of your heart. It comes out of the treasure. And the Bible says we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. In other words, goodness comes from God. And so it's not just our self-righteousness, but seeing what God wants in a situation, what he wants to accomplish, and then acting in that. That's why Colossians 1 and verse 10 says that you may have a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work. So I would encourage you to goodness. Let the goodness of God in your heart come forth in your words and in your actions towards others. Well, that's our time for today. We'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.